Sarah and George Joy Property Podcast. So what's up everyone? Welcome back to another video, what to do if your tenant dies. So a slightly more unusual one. So that's the question I'll be asking Joy Savile, who's a property investor and a property and probate lawyer. Hi everyone, I'm George Choi and welcome to the Sarah and George Choi Property Podcast, the show that helps you to become financially free so you can spend time with your family, traveling and pursuing your passions. So uh, I've interviewed Joy on this podcast before uh, about inheritance tax uh, and I'll include a link uh, in the show notes to that. Also, she was one of the millionaires profiled in our book, Stealth Millionaire, How to Save Money and Manage Your Money Like the Rich. And I'll also include a link to that as well. So um, welcome, Joy. Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so um, so you, you manage all your properties yourself, so you're yes. self-managing, not, not using an agent. Yes. Um, and how many times has somebody died in one of your properties? In the last two years, three times. Three times, wow. Um, so um, I've, I've been going, Sarah and I have been going for 17 years and we haven't had that happen. Um, although we tend to rent to um, young families, uh, that, that, that's our market. Yeah, and as, uh, our, our market's quite old. Um, right. I sadly don't expect to get through this year without another one. Another one. At least. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm sure with COVID out there, you know, um, some it has occurred to some people, what happens if my tenant dies? So I was just wondering if you could talk us through those three cases, you know, um, just in general as to what, what happened. The first case was simpler because the tenant had cancer and he died in a nursing home. However, he was a hoarder. Uh, he'd filled the yard of the block of flats up with building rubbish because he'd been a builder. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't building rubbish, actually. It was Some of it was really good stuff that had gone to wreck and ruin. Right. Um, he'd changed the locks uh, so we couldn't get into the flat. Um, and his sister was his PR. And she'd also been his guarantor. And she was a bit strange. Oh. <laughs> um, she She couldn't get her head round the fact that we were due money um, and you know we are a business yeah. uh, just like everybody else in the property world uh, and just because the person's died it doesn't mean we're not due our rent now I know that sounds heartless uh, and I struggle with it myself but it is the truth yeah um, so he was if that was okay in that he moved uh, she moved all the stuff out uh, eventually but she left a lot of stuff and we were ending up having to pay a lot of money for clearance uh, which we did get money from her from basically um and you know she'd known this was going on um uh, she'd known he was a clutterer uh and she'd not done anything about it um then the second person died very suddenly uh we think he'd been dead about a day um I think he'd actually sat in the chair the night before and uh, was watching the telly and had popped off. And it was a Saturday afternoon and our builder was doing a bit of overtime in another refurb because we own the block. And um, his he, he his mate went in and then came out screaming. Oh. Um, and so the builder helped him and phoned us and told us what happened. Uh, his brother, he was a Scotsman, uh, and his brother came fairly soon thereafter, chucked all his stuff away from what we can gather, um, and then 
decided that he would um, go out in the. Uh, they'd take him back to Scotland, paid all the paid all the dues that we had. I think we had a deposit on that one, so we got some. We took. I think we took what was owing from the deposit. We don't always have a deposit, um, and and sent the rest back to him, and that was fairly painless. Um, although sad because he'd been there. I mean, we we let a, a lot of people who who we want them to consider it their home. They're our houses, but they're their homes, and he'd been there a long time. Yeah. Um, do you know, and I can't go in there now without thinking about him because um, he's just was just a nice bloke. Um, bit strange, but single blokes generally are I find with that I've rent to they're just not they, they're not they're not what I'd say is the same so but he's he, he was he was retired so not I mean he was a bit young to die I thought but he was retired um he'd you know had a, a reasonable life and seemed to be still having a reasonable life it was a bit of a one um and then the latest one was a fortnight ago just over now and that was a COVID death. Right. Uh, the police, my daughter-in-law helps me manage the properties and the police rang her on a Friday night at about 10 o'clock. She didn't answer the phone because it was Friday night at 10 o'clock. <laughs> then she saw the, um, she listened to the voicemail because she thought it was a bit of a funny time for a tenant to be phoning her. Um, and it was the police said he was going to phone her back in a minute. Um and wanted to know could he could they bash the door down because somebody had reported that David, the tenant, was um, was very poorly, right. or they thought he was poorly. Uh, so she said no because two of our tenants in that block had been there almost as long as each other. They're nice chaps um, and had swapped keys with this on lockdown one because they were concerned that something might happen. Mm. Um, so, so they said they were going to bash the door down. And did, did we mind? And Susie went, no, 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 bash the door down. Knock off that, that flat. There's a key there. So she knew all this. She, I have to say that she's the one who's arranged all that. Um, so she knows where the keys are if, if that's done. Um, and so she, she, knocked, she knocked on the door. They knocked on the flat downstairs door, got the keys, went up. He did have his safety chain on um, and they cut that. I mean, it's, that was, it's not a problem at all. Um, it's much better than having the whole door smashed in. Yeah. Um, so, and he was sadly already dead, um, but not been dead very long. And luckily, um, a friend of his, he'd been trying to phone him and couldn't get hold, couldn't raise him. And I think by the time he couldn't raise him at sort of late in the evening, realised that he probably wasn't out, yeah. especially as we were in lockdown. Hmm. Um so that the problem there is that um he is he hasn't got a will mm. or, well he does have a will well he he started to make a will but it appears he didn't ever sign it so his wishes are going to be ignored in the sense that he didn't want his family to have anything to do with and i've seen the will so i know what it said um mm. his his family didn't want it he didn't want him to have anything, he didn't want the men to have anything to do with it. Um, and they've, that's tough because they're going to do it now. Mm. Um, and they're going to have everything. If there is anything, I don't know 
what there is from, from that point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, because of my profession, I was allowed to go in for the coroner to search the property because um, they wanted to be certain that, that the will wasn't discoverable because it did cause some problems. Yeah. Um, I've been through the flat as, much, as best I could um, and I can't find it. I can only find the draft. Um, I can't, there's no record of him having signed it. Um, I didn't do the will, I also need to say, <laughs> um, because I'd have made sure it was done properly. Um, the, the will, it was, a, it was another, it, it'd been done online um, and was really quite, um, n- quite difficult. You shouldn't send something to somebody and not make sure they sign it because this has caused many problems because the person who was named in the will is trying to do everything and the family won't let him. So it's caused lots of problems. Mm. Um, so from so that get, point... So get your will, everybody. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and make sure it's signed. Yeah. Um, and that you'll be surprised how many people got that far and didn't sign their will. Mm. And that's a complete aside from my other, you know, from my profession. But they did get that far and didn't and don't sign their will or don't. And they've told everybody. So this this chap was sent a letter telling him he was the executor. But we can't. The document that makes him the executor doesn't exist. Mm. So from that point of view, really difficult, really sad as well. Mm. Um, they were great friends, but it, it's done. Um, so I bought out a lot of the documents that I thought would help while I was there. Um, the only person I, I also bought the safe out because there was a safe there. Um, and the person who he wanted to benefit told me the combination. Sadly, the will wasn't in it. Hmm. Um, but it, it paracetamol was but not the will um and so from that point of view you know make sure you've got that sorted out from our point of view and when a death is unexplained and it, this one will go down as covid um the previous tenant i can't remember what what, what he died of but sudden deaths always go a uh, 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 start off as unexplained so the property is a scene of crime now if you if somebody else lives there it seems to be okay but if nobody else lives there the police go away with keys um and they keep them until they're prepared to give them up to you so um, as far as i understand the keys which happened not to be the person who's died's keys but they happen to be the other tenants emergency key is still with the police um so that's then released to you or released to their next of kin which is the problem here because it can't be released to me because Mm. yeah i'm not the next kin Mm. um so you need to be be aware of that the problem also uh is that this person is really upset with everything that's going on so they are bothering you Mm -hmm. and 
you know, we're in this business and I am upset about this tenant because I've known him. He was in situ when we bought the property. He was a really good tenant. He did the hoover in, in the in the common parts of the block of flats. Um, he always, he had a key for the fire alarms. He had a key for the emergency cupboard. Um, and he would switch all the fire alarms off. They know that no longer happens. There's nobody to do that now. Um, so that's really quite sad from our point of view. Uh, that that we we you know he lived right at the top of the building. Gave Len a cup of tea. Who can't because he can't climb stairs so much um, when he got up there and had a good chat with him. He was a lonely chap. He liked to chat. You when you went in there, you couldn't you know you couldn't you couldn't get out quickly. Um, and I think that's, I, I personally, I think it's really sad, but I still have to pay my bills. Yeah. Um, and everybody will think, well, that person's dead, so you're heartless, and they can't owe you any more money. Well, they can, mm. and they do. Their estate owes you the money. So if there is enough money to pay for their funeral in the estate, you have a say on the rest of that money. So they must pay, there must be enough to pay for their funeral. If there isn't enough to pay for their funeral, it's an insolvent estate um, wow. and you won't get any money because hmm. you're not entitled to trace their family because a person's debts die with them if they don't have the money to pay them, which is right because, you know, we all know people who don't have that much. It's not fair for other people to to mess up on that stuff. So from that point of view, you know, make sure that that you've got an next to kin for your, your tenant. Um, yeah. If they're, well, even if they're not elderly, really, mm. um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult thing. You need to, you know, like you say, you've got younger, ten, you've got younger tenants and it's less likely to happen, but it's not impossible. No, no, definitely not. Mm. Um, and and so you need to ha you need to be able to get your premises back as quickly as you can, mm. um, and that might involve clearing them, and you might not get any money for it. Yeah. Um, thankfully, in everybody's cases except mine, it seems to be quite rare. Um, <laughs> so you know, that's that's okay. But yeah, sort you know check all those things out um so what's the first step so if if a neighbor thinks there might there might be something if the neighbor thinks that or you think or your neighbor or you mm. know some somebody contacts you and says they think there might be something amiss you get the police involved right um don't don't just sit on it just get the police involved mm -hmm. don't go in yourself yeah. um because if you go in yourself unless of course you've got consent now some of my tenants say well if it needs doing just go in with your key mm. i've got other tenants who have refused point blank to let us in right um so if you could if you if they let you go in you might want to go in you might not want to as well mm. um remember what's seen can't be unseen yes um so get the police involved ask them to go and have a look right Okay. If sadly that that's the case, then get your um, family get get involved with their family. Um, the police will start 
we'll find out who who they should be getting on with and mm-hmm. the coroner in my in this case has been very helpful right. um once you know who they are they they will give you the number um and you should talk to them and communicate with them but you should also be quite mindful of the fact that somebody's died so going on about what's happened to my rent may not be the first thing they want to hear mm. um but you could say um you know we'll we'll need to arrange to clear the property and and stuff like that and, and most to be fair most people are aware they know the rent still needs paying they know you're in it for that and so um and if there's money in the estate then you can claim from that um, if there's no money in the state, then you aren't going to get any money. But you, and if you're left to clear the property, um, in theory, the stuff doesn't belong to you, so you can't keep it. Yeah. If there's nobody else, you need to get the. If you, if you can't find an extra kin, you need to get the the official solicitor involved, because that's the the everything will go be bone of a canty so it will go to the crown this is the way you must make a will and if you don't want the queen to get your money um so you need to get get the official solicitor involved but you can get a grant of probate as a debtor if you can't find anybody else you can and you will be reimbursed for everything i would suggest that you um get that involved with with the tenant or their next of kin, and get it emptied as soon as you can. Okay. That's quite a difficult um, difficult move for some people. And I've, I've, I'm not, it's not something I look forward to, to doing myself. And I've done it all of my career, dealt with recently bereaved people. Um, so from that point of view, um, if you're really stuck, get a third party involved. Mm. Um, if you get somebody who's who's professional involved, your lawyer, um, your, you know, somebody like myself who knows what what they're you know knows the law, your agent if you've got an estate agent, yeah, let them deal with it. Try not to get too involved. If you don't think your estate agent's dealing with it very well, then obviously it may be time to get your lawyer involved. Right. Um, if you've got an agent. And when can you actually take, you know, possession? Because, you know, if the tenant was alive, you know, you have an AST and then you can do an eviction procedure if you wanted to get rid of them. So what happens in the case here where, they, where they've died? Well, in theory, the tenancy comes to an end um, on their death. However, there's that administration of a state period hmm. where you have to get, get rid of get rid of the get the stuff so the local authority um it require or housing associations require a month so they they will take a month from when you give them back the keys they want a month's notice so if you drag your heels and i don't mean it like that but if you you know if you don't do anything if you don't do it timely Mm. as soon as you can um you will end up paying continued rent right um, and that's sort of punitive because otherwise people will just walk away and not do anything. Yeah. So what if there's family? If there's not family, then it's down to you, and you should, you know, you should be sure there's no family. Um, and certainly 
the police and the coroner will be doing their damnedest to find one. Mm. They will then, if if they can't, social services arrange or the local council arrange the funeral. And then from that point, you will be able to get empty everything out, but they will give you directions of what, as to what they want doing. Okay. But you should be able to sell it and then leave it in the, leave all the stuff in, you know, then you'd have to give the money back that you got for it. Right. Because that still had to pay for the funeral first. Yeah. Okay. And do you have any, any final tips for people? Um, should this happen to them? Just remember it's, there are people bereaved on the other side and, and just go carefully. Um, but also think about yourself, you know, don't be too generous either. Um, you know, don't go, oh, don't worry about the rent. Mm. Cause actually you've still got to pay your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming on the jo- on the show, Joy, um, to tackle this difficult subject. Yeah. um so hopefully you all enjoyed this episode and got something out of it if you did then i'd love it if you subscribe and share it to a friend um and we'll see you all next week thanks for watching